Welcome back to the Total Focus Podcast. I'm your host, Paul. Our sponsor of the week is Mid-Atlantic Video and Photography Production. No matter if you need a photo or a video for a wedding, special event, headshot, you name it, they are the team to get the job done. So make sure you reach out to Mid-Atlantic Video and Photography Production for your next photo or video project. Our special guest this week is the current... Ms. Galaxy 2020. Crystal Gale is on the show. I am so excited to interview her. I've been doing photography for approximately 10 years, and one of the first pageants that I ever photographed, Crystal was competing in, and I've always wanted to photograph and work with her, but I've always also wanted the opportunity to interview her and you guys get to come along with this ride and and get the opportunity to learn all about her. She is phenomenal. She has so much experience competing in four systems. She is going to walk you guys really through her experiences and really just tell you how much she loves Galaxy. So buckle up and stay tuned. And welcome to the show. Hi, how are you? I'm doing okay. How are you during quarantine? You know, for quarantine, um, I'm not doing too bad. And in a weird way, I have learned to embrace the quarantine. I feel like I've learned so much about myself and those surrounding me and kind of just the things that are important, the things I used to think was important that's maybe you know, not so important anymore. It, it put life in perspective. And I think it did for a lot of people. Um, so quarantine's actually been pretty darn good, I must say. Do you feel that is within your friends group? Or do you do you feel that is with the within your family? Or do you think that's overall within your in your society? I would say overall in society, I think that I've always um, put my family and my close friends first. I've always valued the relationships of those that are closest to me. But I think as a whole, we sometimes get so caught up in work and what we're doing that sometimes we forget to do those simple things. Um, it's funny because I actually was walking with my little niece a couple weeks ago and she stopped because she saw a pretty flower and she said, smell this flower. And I thought, you know, as cliche as the, the saying is, take time to smell the roses, do we often take time to do that? Um, so I feel like the quarantine's just kind of put a little bit more of that perspective in my life, which I appreciate. Um, basically, uh, would, would you say that you've been running crazy for a long time? You know, I'm very active, so I am normally, you know, my daily routine would be go to the gym, meet my trainer, go to work, come back, do some kind of volunteer activity, maybe catch up on some work, and then in the middle of that, promote um, the Galaxy system, which I am the current title holder of, um, do some public speaking. So I was doing so much that having a little bit of downtime, I think, was kind of a good reset. Um and the more people that I speak to, I've realized that they all kind of feel the same way, that it's been a nice little reset for all of us. And quite honestly, maybe even our Mother Earth out there, I, I think the planet's seeing some good results from it as well. 
I know it's really crazy. They've been doing satellite photos and the amount of CO2 and carbon level has uh, drastically dropped. It's a um, shame that we have to literally stay in our houses to allow that to happen. But um, maybe that's a cause and effect that maybe um, having more electric vehicles and having a smart grid um, it, that's something that we look forward to having in the future when we have less coal and uh, gas um, uh, power plants. Yes. No, no, I agree. And and I love looking at the photos. I mean, I know that they're circling the Internet. So you look at some of the photos in Italy and you see dolphins in the canals and you see all the sea turtles that are hatching because the eggs are being saved. It's amazing what's happening to our earth. So maybe it's just a good reminder to everybody that we need to do our part and we need to take care of this planet that we live on if we want it to be here for our younger generation and then their younger generation. Um, so I, I think it's been good for everybody overall. I know it's been hard and I, I know that so many people have lost their jobs and so many people are struggling right now. Um, and I always say whenever there's the negative, let's always try to find some kind of positive because I think that's what we should hold on to. Um, so to everybody listening, if we just hold on to that hope and we hold on to those positive thoughts, I, th I think that we'll all come out a little bit better in the end. Are you feeling a little traumatized um, with going out into society? Do you feel um, challenged to like um, right now – you know, sorry we went on this debate, but I was uh, appreciating the little feedback. Um, <laughs> no, like, it's okay. um, just going out in society, I I'm having a little bit like of, as a photographer, I I, I would love to give my client a hug or a handshake, and you, I mean, and you shouldn't do that at, at this point until we have a cure. So, are you having, um, that that little like like social uh, lack of social interaction kind of weird vibes yes um i'm kind of a touchy-feely person as it is so i always love to give a nice handshake or give somebody a hug when i first meet them um and it's it's gonna be hard not being able to do that for a little bit um but i think when the time comes and we're able to do that again and things are different and um you know, we're not social distancing as much as we used to and society slow, slowly gets back to normal. I think we're going to appreciate those moments just a little bit more. So I'm kind of looking forward to that. Oh, I definitely think we're going to appreciate it. The question is how long is it going to bounce until we bounce back and then we take advantage and then we take uh, for granted for those, um, those good times. So, so I, um, I hope that uh, people appreciate it for as long as possible. So, I'm with you. I hope that we appreciate a little bit more, and I, I hope that we continue to appreciate it a little bit more. So, um, Crystal, I didn't bring you on and talk about quarantine, but it sounds like <laughs> that um, you have a really good perspective, um, and, and you already kind of um, – I, I already told the audience that you are Ms. Galaxy – um, 2020 yes. and, um, you kind of, and you also, you mentioned yourself. So, um, I, um, we'll work up to that, but I want to take us back and, and really explain how you got there because winning a national title, 
Um, it's not something you just wake up and do. There are steps to it. So let's, <laughs> let's, uh, let's break it down to our listeners and uh, give them some perspective. If they're sitting at home and they're, they're in quarantine and they may be in their six, their, you know, 16, 17, and they want to be a pageant contestant or a model, they want to be a successful model. Some of the things that you did. So when did you start modeling? When did you start doing pageantry? And, and what are the steps that went into it? Yeah, so it's actually a funny story because um, I guess I started a little bit later on in life, but my mom always reminds me that that's not the case, that when I was six months old, she did enter me into a pageant and she held me on stage while she walked me around. You know how you hold the baby. The ba- you a baby, the baby count. Um, a baby yes. count. Yes. Yeah, so apparently I started at six months old, but, you know, I can't say that I remember that fondly. So um, (laughs) I did a couple of uh, beauty pageants when I was in my teenager years, but it wasn't until maybe my college years um, in my 20s when I really thought, you know, winning a title gives me an opportunity to promote a platform, get a story out that I want everybody to know that I want to share with others. Um, I, I, I want to give it a shot and see if I'm able to have that opportunity to speak to kids, to share stories of things that I've gone through. So it was a little bit later on in life. Um, and I remember I was competing for um, Miss Florida United States. So I decided at that time, maybe it was best that I seeked out some help um, from somebody and I started working with a pageant coach. I did have some friends that were in pageantry, so I was getting a lot of advice from them. Um, but I kind of thought if I'm going to go into this, maybe I want to go into it, um, fully prepared and kind of just asking all the questions I want to know. Um, for me, I thought that was best, but I'm also the kind of person that wants to know everything before I dive in. I want to understand what it's like. So um, I did work with somebody, and um, I actually borrowed my entire wardrobe for that pageant because I didn't really have thousands upon thousands of dollars to spend on dresses that I thought back then I needed to have, but only now to realize you don't need the thousands upon thousands of dollars in dresses. But back then, I thought that I did. I, I didn't really know. Um, where, where do you think that, where do you think that impression came that was that, um, social anxiety or pressure put upon you that you felt that you need to have all those dresses to compete? You know, maybe, maybe it's from looking at the magazines, looking at things online, YouTubing different pageants, seeing what people are wearing. I, I think as a society, we always feel like we need a certain look. We need something certain for any kind of approval. And the truth is it's not. And I've learned over time that it's really more of how you present yourself and staying true to yourself and being the most confident that you are, um, which I'll elaborate on in a little bit as I bring you to my galaxy journey because my thought process going into that was so different. Um, So competing in this pageant, I did borrow a wardrobe from a friend. I literally borrowed everything except for um, a bathing suit, which I just went into a store and picked a bathing suit and thought, okay, here we go. And um, I I got lucky, and I 
did the best that I can, and I actually won the title. I went on to Miss United States, and I got first runner-up, and that was my first time going to a national pageant. Now, in all sincerity, you also came very prepared because you had a pageant coach. So even though it was your first, you did everything that you should have to do well. So Correct. So correct. Just, so a lot of people would say not lucky. It was about preparedness, but I always say I think it's a little bit of you know where preparedness means luck. Um, but I did reach out to everybody I know, and even people I didn't know. And that's one suggestion I have for everybody: if you're interested in competing, reach out to those that have competed. I I get messages all the time from girls that say, "Hey, I want I, I want to compete in this system. Would you give me some advice, or what what do you recommend for something?" And I'm so open to doing that because I reached out to people I didn't know and they were so open to doing it for me. Um, and, and I appreciated that because those are the things I remember. And it's funny because when I have to look back at that advice and then I look at the advice that I give those who want to compete now, I say th the same thing to everybody. Number one, please stay true to yourself. Stay true to your style. Stay true to what makes you feel comfortable because that's what's really going to show when you're on stage. Um, and I think that was what I learned most through um, going through that system and go, getting that first runner-up title in Miss United States. It's really about that confidence in who I was. Um, so winning Florida and then going to United States, my, my, I prepared a little bit differently because at that point, it really became, I want to stay true to who I am. I want to wear what I feel mo most comfortable in. I want to wear the shoes I feel I could walk the best in. Um, and I think that there's a stigma that you have to wear certain shoes. You have to do certain things because you see everybody on TV and they wear those. Or you watch the videos and everybody has certain things. And I don't think that's the case at all. I think it's just about you performing your best in what feels the best for you. So, Crystal, as a, as a young lady... Um, just to get your style, are you a very mm -hmm. girly girl or are you more of a tomboy? Because to compete in a pageantry, you do need to know certain skills like makeup and um, um, style and jewelry. So did you have those things already in your uh, war chest that were you able to pull out and compete with or were those skills that you had to acquire to 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 win that first pageantry? Because most girls um, that have never competed usually don't have that in their stockpile of of, um, right. of defense. So, yes. Yeah, so I think I've always been the girly girl. I have always enjoyed the dressing up and the makeup. But I do have to say, over the years, my skills have grown and they've gotten better. And to this day, they get better. Um, but I think a lot of that is simply because of what we have available to us. I mean, social media is an amazing thing. And I watch a lot of the people, um, that I admire that do makeup for pageantry and professionally, I watch their videos, I follow their Instagrams. And sometimes I just sit by myself and I practice those techniques. In fact, this Thursday, I signed up, um, for a course that a makeup artist is doing for four days so that I can learn some new tips and tricks. So I think it was something that, while I always appreciated it, it's grown and it's developed, but I'm also continuing to develop because I know I'm not the best at it, but I know I can continue working on it. So I think it's with anything in life, really just taking the time to continue to hone those skills a little bit more. And, and quarantine is a great time to try that.
Do you think that a girl that may not be super girly or into dressing up um, can win right away? Or do you think that she needs to be more comfortable in herself and to love herself enough to want to dress up and prepare for that before she, she gets on stage? Or is that like a combination of everything? No, I think that that person that it's their first time on stage, they can absolutely win because that's that person that is coming in to a pageant 100% authentic to who their true self is. And you're going to see that shine. Um, and, and I think that's what makes that person beautiful on stage. So yes, anybody can decide, hey, I want to compete in this beauty pageant. And get some advice and look at some videos. Um, I mean, there are things that people practice as far as how to stand and where your hands are, just so that it's more flattering and it's in a certain place. Um, but those are just skills that are easy to learn. So I do believe that that first time, that first time on stage contestant can 100% win. In fact, I think that's what happened with Olivia Culpo when she won Miss Rhode Island and then went to Miss USA correct me if I'm wrong, but I believe that was I think, that's I think it was yeah. her first time. Yeah. Mm-hmm. So I think those stories are always out there. And I actually, I love those stories. No, I think that promoting that you can, I think it's more promoting being confident that you don't, you 100%. Don't, I mean, that's what I like as a photographer. I like to promote positive female embodiment. And I think that, um, one of the things that pageantry does is let women know that you have the right and and ability to feel confident in your own self, no matter if you're a square, circle, triangle. Um, so I agree. I 100% agree. And it's funny because so many people come up to me all the time and they say, oh, my goodness, Crystal, you're a lot shorter than I thought you were going to be. Um, I am 5'3". So a lot of people always say, oh, my goodness, you're too short. If only you were a little bit taller. And I never let that get to me. Instead, I practiced walking in the highest heels possible. And I said, all right, then I'm going to take the stage and I'm going to use those heels. You know, there, there's always something um, that somebody's going to say, oh, you can't do it because of this or you can't do it because of that. Let that fuel be your fire to want to do better and show them that you can do it. Um and, and put yourself out there. So, yeah, I, I think as long as you're yourself and you're having fun on that stage and you love being up there, I think that's what's going to shine through. And that inner beauty is what resonates with the judges. From past experience, was that United States experience the best experience for you? And would you recommend that for people as a starter pageant or for someone who may not be interested in doing um, USA or America uh, right off the bat? Um, so I have competed in a couple of different systems. Um, there's a national pageant. It's very well known in Florida called the Citrus Pageant, which was um, part of the Citrus Bowl. There's World's Perfect. There's United States and Galaxy. Those are the ones that I've competed in. Um, I highly recommend all of those systems. Um, with my current title, Galaxy, I 100% think that it's not just an amazing, amazing system um, because of the director and the show that they put on. 
but it's like a family. And I know that sounds silly and people say, well, how can a pageant be a family? It's because the system does so much that brings you together. So you have a pajama party and you're with people from all around the world and you have a pizza party and you have um, a white party where everybody's going to dance and you get to know the director and the staff. It, it truly is more than just competing in a pageant. You're just meeting people from all around the world that eventually become your friends. And I have to say some of the people that are my closest friends I've met through pageantry, um, which I didn't think would happen because you're competing against them, but they do end up being some of the closest friends that you have. Um, so I would recommend all those systems 100%. Well, going back to your, your family thing, I mean, most um, team building uh, activities, most people build friendships. So a lot of athletes are friends with most of a- other athletes in the team. So I don't think that this is anything uh, less than a competition and you guys are just athletes. You guys um, have to work out and you have to be in physical shape and you have to you have to have the right equipment, your equipment, just as our crowns and, and earrings and, and uh, dresses. So You I, know, that is the best analogy that I've heard. I'm going to have to take that and steal it if you don't mind. No, no. I, I mean, I, <laughs> I mean, when I look at a field, which, you know, is the candidates, I look at it from a sports perspective because um, I really am pretty, like, it's still a beauty contest. So there is, you know, so there are factors that, you know, if you don't put time in your photo, then the judges um, may not be. You may think that you're not particularly ready for it. So, um, I, I like, I like the competition. You know, you don't necessarily have to be um, mean to people, but it's definitely a competition. Yeah, it is a competition, but I have to say it's always a friendly competition because the girls backstage are always helping each other, zipping each other up, buttoning that shoe, doing one last minute touch up. It, it's it's different than what you would assume from a competition where you think everybody's kind of against each other. It's not that way at all. I mean, there's so many times you're in you're you're backstage and everyone's holding hands and saying a prayer for each other before they go on stage, and it's really quite a beautiful thing. So, I I always say I think that's the part of pageantry I like the most. I don't think that's the part that gets portrayed the most. I don't think it's the part that's spoken about as much as I think that it should be. Um, but whenever anybody enters a pageant, they always say that's the part that they like the best. And I would have to agree. Well, like they say, um, drama is what gets ratings and bad reviews is what people will write. So uh, that's what you uh, sadly you see more of. But um, there's a mixture of both. So with any I I believe that there is more good than there is bad. So. There's 100%. And, and I've been lucky. I do have to say, in every system I've competed in, um, I haven't seen that drama. I have not seen that cattiness. The girls are nothing but amazing. Um, and I leave there actually kind of missing them. So, yeah, I, I my pageant career has been so positive. So you mentioned all of the the, um, the competitions you've been in. So, But I was trying to to get your opinion on, and it sounded like you were definitely saying that they were both, but I've never had anyone say that um, every system's good for starter pageants. So are you are you 100% saying that even though Galaxy is a much more competitive and a very large system, 
that you would recommend um, for a first-time person to do Galaxy? Because there's a lot of components that go into Galaxy. Galaxy is a serious pageant, so. Yeah, you, you know, Galaxy, um, it, you definitely have to do your prep work, but the truth is you have to do your prep work for anything. Um, this was actually my first time entering Galaxy, um, and I did come out with a crown. Um, and I did take a break for about three and a half years in between competing in systems between titles before I decided I wanted to get back on stage. So the truth is I was a little bit nervous myself. Um, as far as the starter pageant, you know, I think the thing is that a lot of these systems have preliminary pageants. So while you have an opportunity to go national and I recommend it to anybody, because if you're going to do something, get the full effect of it and see what it's like and give it your all. But there's preliminary pageants and I think it's always a great way to start as well so that you're kind of local within your cities um, and you can compete that way. So every um, most systems, I can't say every system, most systems do have the local pageant. The local pageant feeds into the state pageants. The state pageants feed into the national. The national feeds into the international. So I guess when I say, yeah, it's a great place to start, it's because of the local pageants that they have um, where somebody can get their feet wet. But I also know people that have never competed before or maybe they did a local pageant and they wanted the experience of a national pageant and they went all in and they had a great experience. For me, it's about the experience um, as well. And, and you're going to see what that experience is like. So I, I think it depends on what that person's looking for. And that's the nice thing is speaking to somebody who's done pageants or maybe having a pageant coach, you could kind of learn a little bit of what do they want to experience? What is their ultimate goal? What are they looking for? And you can kind of guide them into that. So there are so many opportunities from local mall pageants to local pageants that are often run through the hotels, through the cities. Um, state pageants. So there's different opportunities amongst all those systems. I just wanted to take one second from this great interview and talk about our sponsor of the week, Mid-Atlantic Video and Photography Productions. No matter if you're planning a wedding, a special event, or you just need an amazing headshot, they are the team to get the job done. You can reach out to them at 443 3830. Again, that's 443-422-3830. Or you can go just go right to their website at mavpp.com. Now let's get right back to the show and listen to this great interview. How did you get into modeling? Because does modeling uh, tie in um, right with pageantry or were you doing modeling beforehand? Um, because modeling is a major component in your life as well, correct? Uh, yes, and a lot of that has been a direct result of the pageantry and the titles that I have won. Um, so it kind of, I won a title and it kind of fed into, hey, would you be interested in modeling for this magazine? Would you be interested in doing this ad? Um, I think that's what helped me. I know for some other people, they have gone through agencies or they've started local. Um, social media is amazing because I know so many people that do a lot through the social media platform. For me, that part of what I do was directly related to the pageantry. So is 
pageantry your passion or or do you enjoy like or is it just something you enjoy and then you really love modeling or modeling is just something is a byproduct of of the pageantry and you love that a lot um i have to say that i love them both equally maybe not the answer you were looking for but they both bring different things to the table um i love the pageantry i love having an opportunity to talk about um, things that matter most to me, um, charities that matter most, um, sharing my story, sharing a little bit more of my life. People always want to know, well, how did you do this? And how did you do that? And I always say that crown has been kind of that megaphone that's given me the ability to speak to large platforms and large masses. So I appreciate that. But it's also fun to do the modeling and to be behind, to be in front of the camera um and to do the ads and then see maybe you in a commercial on tv or see what that billboard looks like um or have somebody send you a picture of something they've gotten in the mail because it was something you know a picture with you on it so i have to say i love both of them equally um i do have a full-time job so i have a passion for that as well but because i love the pageantry and i love the modeling and i love the outlet that it gives me within the community um you know, when you love something, it's not a job. It really becomes part of who you are and what you do on a daily basis. And because I have such a love for all of it, it's so easy to incorporate all of that into my life on a daily basis. You said you you have a uh, full-time job. Do you see where you're going to focus on that and not do pageantry? Or do you see where you could eliminate that and have a sole income just um, doing modeling and doing pageantry, or is that not really um, a possibility? So I, I believe that it is a possibility, and I know so many people that do that, and they make great, um, they, they, they have a great life because of modeling. Um, personally, I have a passion for what I do. Um, I am a sales rep, and I really enjoy it. So I kind of say, why choose one when I can have it all? Um, so for me, it would be, hey, let's have it all. And of course, you have to make some sacrifices here and there. Maybe I, I can't do every modeling job that's out there. Um, but people understand that. And a lot of times I'm able to work it around my schedule so that I could have the best of both worlds. Um, so I think personally, for me, it would be both. However, I know a lot of people that balance amazing careers and they, they compete in pageants and they're still able to give back to their community. Some of the most well-respected women that I have met are the lawyers. Um, they've written books, they're in the military and they all compete in pageants and they have amazing careers that they focus on as well. So I, I think it's possible to have both. Um, and I think it's possible to just pick one also. So I, I guess, again, it's personal preference. But for me personally, I enjoy having kind of both. So first professional experience, you win your state, you finish first runner-up at nationals, and then you do two state pageants. What was that experience going from a, a big, large national system to these two state pageants? Were they unique? Did you like the experience of representing your state and focusing on your state specifically? I enjoy that aspect and I enjoy having um, the state title 
I guess because I competed and I won and then I got first runner up and then I took a few years off before I decided to go back. Um, going from a, that, that one stage to the next, it wasn't like, oh my gosh, I'm going from a national stage to a local stage. It was the same fear, the same nerves, the same pepping myself up backstage, reminding myself that I can do this type thing. So I, I don't think that it's the type of stage that I'm on because if I were to get on a stage right now, I'd still have the little bit of nerves in there and I still give myself the pep talk saying, it's okay, Crystal, you can do this. I think that's kind of normal. Um, but I, I, I think holding either or is something to be proud of. So obviously having that state title is amazing. Going into Galaxy, I had the opportunity to win um, with my sister Queens. It is a multi-divisional pageant. So I, there were um, six others. And it was nice because we got to practice together, prep together, have a little retreat to bond together before we went to nationals. When we went to nationals, we were kind of a group that would wake up and have breakfast together and get ready together and keep our little spots so we can help each other out together. I think that's the beauty of winning in a local title and then going to an international, uh, to the national level and then even an international level because you have those people to be around um, and to surround yourself with. Um, but it's not necessary either because you can go to an international level and everybody's so welcoming. I know personally I was. I, I love to meet new people. So I always said to everybody, oh my gosh, please come join and come stay with Team Florida. Um, that's what we were calling ourselves, the Galaxy for International. Um, the but F I, I the FLL team. The, the FLL team. Yes, the FLL team. Do you, um, do you think there is, um, in your opinion, an, a very strong um, sisterhood when it comes to the Galaxy um, you know, are you, th you think you're always going to be a part of that state team, either um, volunteering or being a judge or helping with um, preparing the competition? Um, oh, 100%. And, and what's amazing is that um, the director at that time, her name's Deanna, she was the director of Florida, but she also took on other girls um, who came at large or from other countries. Um, and so there were, it was more than just Florida. We were all a sisterhood together. And I have to say to this day, I still talk to them and we still communicate. And I've become friends with some of the prior queens and some of the girls that are competing um, in the pageant coming up, which I know has been a little bit postponed due to the current environment that we're in. I've had the chance to speak to them. So I, I think that it's a family that you're just always a part of. And the director is amazing. Maria is great. Um, she's so funny. She's so open. She's so straightforward. She's such a great person to talk to. So um, it's like you always have a friend in her also. Um, and becoming one of her queens has been amazing for me. Um, so, yeah, I 100% think that this is a family that I'm always going to be a part of. Were you shocked how big the, the galaxy crowns are? Because that's one of yes. the things that... <laughs> that most people really don't realize when they have never competed is the galaxy crowns or a, a oh whole different component. Yes. I've seen photos of them and my director, Deanna actually won galaxy a few years ago. So I saw her crown. It's not until you actually have it and you're placing it on your head that you realize how beautiful this crown is. Um, yes. It's, it's magnificent. And 
pictures don't do it justice. I mean, imagine how beautiful it looks when you see it in a picture, but when you see it in person, it's wow. I have to say. So yeah, it, it's absolutely stunning. I mean, I, I, I can't imagine a crown being bigger. Um, do you have a little, um, crown footy so that they don't indent your head? And uh, so this so, so sits well. I know some of my colleagues have <gasps> crown indentment. So, <laughs> so I have to say, Maria did such an amazing job at making them that they don't. Oh, I it's mean, good. after a little while, you might want to adjust it a little bit. But she did a good job at, at designing them to where they kind of lay a little flat. So it is heavy, and I under I know the crown indentation that you're talking about. So. After a little while, you need to adjust a little bit, but it's actually not terrible to wear. Uh, I enjoy wearing it, I have to say. Are you, um, what's your philosophy on your crown? Do you wear it constantly or are you more of a sash person when you go to events or a social outing? And the crown is like for the big, big events. So I will wear my crown as much as possible. I do um, make sure I respect other pageant systems if I'm there. Um, so in that moment, I might just wear my sash unless um, that director is okay with it and they have permission because I never want to do that in another um, system um, and kind of take that away. I know that some directors say, okay, you know, if, if you're from another system, um, we don't want any other crowns there. Um, I haven't personally come into contact with any of that. So if I could wear that crown. I want that crown on because it is my favorite piece of jewelry that I have right now. I have to say now with the galaxy system, do you keep yours or do you pass it along? How does, how does that work? Um, no, we actually get to keep them. That's awesome. Um, yes, so I, I, I will always have that crown. Um, and I, I can't even tell you the smile I have on my face right now because that crown's that beautiful. Do you have a plan for, how to uh, maintain it on for the long are you going like do you have your crowning dress do you want to put it in a, like a, a large glass box with the with the dress and the crown and, and actually yeah, have that's it that's a good idea i should probably do that um when we got our crowns we got these beautiful boxes to put them in and they're lined and they're velvet inside so the crowns stay in there so they're taken care of and they're protected i do have my dress still in a garment bag um, but no, I, I haven't thought that far ahead and I haven't worn that dress since. So maybe that's what I should do. That, I might take you up on that as well. I was just watching an interview with Miss USA and she had mentioned that when she's building her house, she wants to have a room to display her Miss Universe, her Miss USA, um, and her state title, um, in, in the right order with the crowns on top of their the head with the sash so oh what a it sounds like a good idea. idea yeah i think it's yes no that's a beautiful idea i i actually like that a lot so i'm gonna keep that in mind yeah i mean if i mean most people i mean do you have all of your dresses because most of my colleagues have sold a lot of their dresses so um i it's it's to me it sounds pr um, pretty awesome that you're able to to, to keep your crowning dress and um and have it stored somewhere yes i have all the dresses that i've won in so the titles that i've won in i do have those dresses i get asked all the time if people can buy it and i'm not yet ready to part with them 
but a lot of the appearance dresses and other dresses that I have, um, I've sold some of those. But the winning dresses, those are definitely still in my closet and they're all lined up. So what's the the defining moment? So you're at uh, Nationals for Miss Galaxy. You're competing for MS. What, what do you think defined that moment that you knew that you won? Because you were basically at the same situation a long time ago at United States, but you got first runner up. So what do you think that got you over the hump and, and allowed you to win the national title? Um, so after I won, um, I did have a chance to speak to a lot of people and, um, a lot of, you know, everybody comes up to you and they congratulate you and they say, what a good job you did. And the judges come up to you and they congratulate you as well. And that's always something that I ask those that are in the audience that are watching, um, you know, I, I, I walked away and I had the crown, but I still wanted to know, so what could I work on just so I know for next time? So maybe it's just an instilled nature in me and where I'm always trying to be better and better myself and want to do better. Um, but the one thing that I heard from everybody was that they truly felt like, kind of like the advice I always give, that I was up there, I was having fun, I was in the moment, and I was being true to myself. And I felt like preparing for Galaxy, I kind of was doing that the entire time. Um, when it came to wardrobe, as much as I'm a girly girl, my style has obviously changed. I'm in a different division. I'm a little bit older. And I, I wanted a dress that was so simple and beautiful and had no rhinestones. And a lot of people think, oh, my goodness, you're going into a pageant. You should probably have a rhinestone dress. You should have this and that. And, and my mentality wasn't that. I thought, no, that's not what I want. I want asymmetrical. I want fitted. I just want beautiful and flowy. I want simple, and I want it to just be me. Um, because I feel like it's just I, I wanted that elegant, simple style. Because I feel like that's who I have evolved to. And I felt like that's what I kept in my wardrobe as I was preparing it, as I was um, coming up with what I wanted to wear for each phase of competition. Um, I felt as that was probably the biggest part that got me over that hump because I felt so confident in what I was wearing. I felt like I looked my best. I felt beautiful. I felt well, like you I have was this gorgeous... radiating that energy. Well, yeah, you have this gorgeous blue dress on. I mean, it's, it's nice. Is it, is an A cut? Is that what, is it's called with the one? With the one sleeve it's off the, the one sleeve yeah. and then the off the shoulder. I mean, it was so different, but I felt absolutely beautiful and confident in it. And I think that's what did it. It was just being me in that moment and radiating that off the stage. And everybody said to me that when I came on stage, they were just like, wow, we could feel her presence. We could feel that she was there. Um, the smile, the everything. And it was just because I felt good in what I was doing, what I was wearing, and I felt ready. And I think that's what's most important. Well, I, I, you definitely um, had the right earrings to go along with the dress because especially, um, in my opinion, when it comes to Galaxy, is Galaxy is about being over the top. Yes, no, is that, am I getting the wrong opinion? Because I am a guy, so I have never competed. <laughs> So am I right when it comes to that? You, you got to have something that's a little flashy, right? 
Am I right? No. I, I, I think, you know, I would say yes and no, because you want flashy, but you want elegant. I wouldn't say it's really flashy and gaudy. It's more elegant and beautiful. Okay. And you could be a little over the top with elegant and beautiful. And I felt like I did that with the one sleeve and what I accomplished because it was so different. Um, and it wasn't, I think, what most people would have worn. Um, that's so why I, I was I, mentioning I the earrings. It was different, yeah. Well, that's why I was mentioning the earrings because... Yes, and then I went with the big, massive rhinestone blue earrings to just complement it. Yeah. Because I think the earrings actually make the entire outfit because... I agree. If, if you went with... Um, if you went with another color like silver or gold and you went with a smaller a smaller I think it wouldn't I think it was perfect to go with a bright color and go with the, the matching color of the dress so you, they're more focused on your face and not like the 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 distraction or everything else and you See, know, that's exactly what I was going for right you have a good eye for this are oh. you coaching over there too are you into pageantry a little more than I'm thinking um I mean I would love to make more money so <laughs> <laughs> so if you want to send me people sure um, well, it seems like we have the same thought process because that's exactly what I was going for um I didn't want one thing to overpower the next yeah exactly. and so I just wanted it to be very uniform so what does um because galaxy clearly you keep on bringing up galaxy and i i was trying to work us up to it so now we can talk all about galaxy what okay. <laughs> i'm sorry um no, just, i knew okay. i just i could tell that you're really excited so w <laughs> what is really um so fabulous um about galaxy and what has really defined your year as uh, a galaxy title holder national title holder you know when i was making the decision to compete in the galaxy system um it was because a lot it was a lot of it was because of a lot of what i heard if that makes sense so the florida director at that time won mrs galaxy two years ago um which is the division that's one up from mine um and she had nothing but positive everything to say about the pageant system she talks about the family, the friendship, the camaraderie. And I thought, wow, okay, well, I haven't competed in a while. There's a division for my age because I am getting a little older, so it's a little harder to find those divisions. It's very well respected. Um, I never met the director, but I've heard great things about her. Okay, I, I, I want to give it a shot. And I kind of trusted what I was hearing from somebody that I knew um, pretty well. And... Going into the system, I have to say everything that I heard was 100% correct. Um, I met When I met Maria for the first time, and she is the international director, I will never forget, she held my hand and she said, oh my gosh, it's so nice to meet you, Crystal. And it was so warm. And I just knew at that moment that I just liked her. You know how you meet somebody and you could feel their energy, you feel how they are, you just feel kind of connected. From that moment, I thought, oh my gosh, I, I want to be with Maria. I want to win this title and I want to have this. Um, and I think that gave me a little bit motiv more motivation because I didn't know what I was getting into and I didn't know what to expect. Because you hear there's a pajama party and a white party and this orientation and all these rehearsals and you're kind of like, oh my gosh, there's a lot. I don't know what to expect. What's it going to be like? 
then you walk into the system in, into your first orientation and you meet everybody and everyone's hugging each other and they're so nice and we're all giving little gifts to each other that represents our state or the country that we're from. Um, and and it, from the get-go, it's just creating this bond that's a family. Um, and that's really what I felt like it was throughout the entire few days that I was there. So I, I think that's what kind of solidified I wanted that win and then when I got the win it was even that much more exciting because I didn't think that it was going to be me I, I mean these girls were amazing I was standing next to Miss UK and she's absolutely stunning and tall and beautiful and it was down to her and I and I couldn't believe that my name was called I mean I'm still shocked to this day I was like wow okay well do you see your I mean you we had to discuss. You're definitely going to be involved with, with the uh, the local system. Do you ever? Do you want to continue as uh, as your life evolves? Do you want to, um, when you get married, or if you decide to get married, do you want to compete in MRS as well and go for the MRS um, Galaxy title? Oh, absolutely, uh, Maria. If you're listening, and I know you're going to be listening to this, you are not getting rid of me when I give up this title. I will be back. <laughs> yes, I, I love, I, I enjoy the system. I enjoy the sisterhood. I enjoy everything about it. I just wanted to take one extra second and talk about our sponsor of the week, Mid-Atlantic Video and Photography Production. No matter if you're planning a wedding and you need a wedding videographer, you're doing a music video, or doing commercial. They are the team to get the job done. You can reach out to them at 443-422-3830. Again, that's 443-422-3830. Or you can go right to their website at mavpp.com. Now let's get right back to this great interview. What was uh, one of the best things um, that you've been able to accomplish um, this year as Ms. Galaxy? Um, well, gosh, there's so many. I don't even know where to start. But I want to say the first thing that comes to mind was the weekend after we won was the hurricane that was supposed to hit Florida that ended up going to the Bahamas and devastating the islands. Um, and just a week, a week and a half before I was with the Bahamas team and they were these amazing girls and I was so worried about them. We all have this little chat group that we were all in. And I, I just said, I mean, what can we do to help you? And, um, my sister queen, my preteen galaxy lives near me. Um, and she's become kind of a sister to me over the years. And it was even more exciting because we won together. We decided that we wanted to do something and give back to our sister queens that we just met. Um, and so that was one of my favorite things that we've done, um, that I've been able to do as a galaxy title holder. Um, I went to New York fashion week, so I was able to walk in New York fashion week and a couple different shows for some pageant designers. Um, so that was amazing. Um, Michael Galanis has this amazing wow wear line and the clothes are absolutely beautiful for everybody that's out there. They can find a dress, they can find an outfit that just fits them beautifully. So it was so nice to be a part of that. And again, do that with my sister queen. Um, so that was amazing. I am a little bit sad because, um, we were going to have a retreat, all of the galaxy Queens and meet Maria and go to the UK. Um, and that was the weekend that everything started happening with the coronavirus and 
flights were getting shut down and we were closing off flights from overseas. So I missed out on that. Um, but I know that will make up for it and that's okay. So right now we're in a little bit of a weird time. So while I'm still doing some stuff at home and writing thank you cards and letting our first responders know we care, I know that the opportunity for volunteering and getting back out there will be there soon. So I'm looking forward to that. Um, but in the meantime, I've been getting so many calls and questions about um, about Galaxy and people that want to know about pageants. So I've been spending a lot of my time uh, speaking to them and giving some advice and helping some other girls along their way so that they can have the same excitement I did when I won. Well, it just shows how caring you are is that you the right away after winning the title that you are trying to raise money for another country and when you could be uh, selfish and, and having parties and planning, you could, I mean, I know friends that had party for a month or so. So it, it just shows how, how big heart you have. If your first oh, focus was to uh, make sure that your fellow sisters were, were good. So that, that just shows good. And, and, and you'll get, you'll get to see Canada. She's not going anywhere and she'll come, she'll come to America. So I'm, um, stay positive. Um, I don't know what, what else to say about the coronavirus that, you know, I, I, it, it has to pass. I mean, I, I mean, you know, yeah. So, you know what? It will, the, the, the saying this too shall pass. I believe in that. And this too shall pass. Um, sorry, I just had a brain freeze. No, it's what okay. what are uh so what are the um current competitions layout so um under normal circumstances would you have already given up your title um or has it uh has the competition been postponed what, what what's the the current um updates um so this we were supposed to have internationals in july and that has been postponed um, so there's no set date yet. Um, so I get to hold on to that crown a little bit longer. Well, you know, that, that kind of is a positive, you know, extra time being, um, Listen, it's a positive to everything and yes. I'm not going to, I'm not sad about it. I'm okay. I, yeah. I'm very excited. I, um, I, um, am a sponsor for the MRS America, um, pageant for Maryland. And I always tell the girls, um, if the, if you don't want to give up your title, it would be really cool if it would, um, if you could enter the competition as a competitor, and then the judges would have to pick um, their choice between the reigning champion and the uh, opponent, and then um, they get to compete, and then they get to like if they you know they can get knocked off. It would be cool if this, uh, because it's, I I th would think that'd be cool like basically the same competition but then at the end then um do we want to elect the new person or do we you know i i, I thought that would be fun so just different <laughs> yeah, way of it would be a lot of fun but i know it, it was also, serious competition I'm also, like, I'm also the most giving person i'm like i also think that everyone kind of deserves their chance also but i'm holding on to this as, as long as i can <laughs> exactly so <laughs> Now that you've had four major systems experience and you now have a national title, um, any extra tips um, to our to our listeners that you would recommend to help them get there? 
um, even if they're just starting out or maybe they're they keep on because I've run into a lot of colleagues that continue getting first runner up. Um, what do you think um, some good suggestions are? All right, some good suggestions. So my first suggestion, and I've been saying it throughout this entire time talking to you, no matter what, when you go in there, be yourself and be confident to, your, to who you are. Um, when you're in the interview, you don't have to make up these grand things or think that you're saying something just because the judges want to hear it. Be sincere with who you are and let them see that side of you. Um, you know, we're all a little bit quirky. I like to think I'm really funny, although I guess a lot of people wouldn't say that, but I think I'm funny. Let them see that funny side of you and who you are. Um, and practice. I, I know that sounds so cliche, but practice in the shoes you're wearing. Practice in the shoes you're going to wear for every outfit. Um, maybe get yourself a little mirror and put it at the end of the hall. And just practice how you're going to stand um, it, it, on the stage in a certain outfit, what it looks like, and figure out what looks best. Um, and ask for suggestions and help and advice and critiques from those that are surround you or even those that you may not know because you may be surprised there's a lot of people I know I'm willing to give help and advice to anybody that I can um but be open to wanting to get better I always say no matter what I do okay so how can I get better next time because I want to hear that and sometimes it's hard to hear okay well you could have done better at this you could have done better in that but those are the things that help you grow so be open to growing be open to feedback um and sometimes just take that risk and reach out. And to anybody listening, if you want any advice or any help, you're always welcome to reach out to me. I always do my best responding. It may not be the same day. It may take me a couple of days to get back on Instagram or social media or Facebook. But I'll always do my best um, to get back to somebody and help them because that's what started me along that journey. And I would love to do that to anybody else also. Um, well, it sounds like you're doing pageant coaching. I mean, are you doing pageant coaching officially or are you just doing free consulting? No, <laughs> no I, I'm not doing any pageant coaching. Um, I just like to give some advice and some suggestions and uh, maybe even steer people in a direction that they're looking for. If maybe they don't know how to contact somebody. Well, Crystal, I'm really um, flattered that you would come on my show. It's always... Um, absolute pleasure to to have a national title holder on my show, and uh, I'm really um, flattered that you would take take some time out of your day. And uh, you were always on my radar. I one of the first pageants that I photographed was United States, and I was working with the Sky Swimwear, um, and so I'm very um, familiar with Lisa Opie. So yeah. I was. Um, you were always on my radar, so uh, someone that I would love to work with as well as um, interview. So I'm so thankful that um, we were able to finally connect and be able to do this. Well, thank you so much. I'm so flattered that you said that, and quite honestly, I'm honored that you would ask me to come on here so I can speak to you and your listener. So thank you. Well, it just shows how humble you are because, um, to be honest, you are absolutely gorgeous, and um, the how frank you. you are how frank you are when you were saying how you were very nervous and how um you weren't um sure going you know how to do everything and just to show that it it doesn't matter how gorgeous you are 
or how talented you are. You still have to work at it, and it still takes time and effort to put into it. So um, both um, the way I look at it, and every time I listen to all these great um, guests I have, is no matter what scale you're, what side of the scale you're on, you still have to work really hard on it. Absolutely. And thank you for the compliment. And yes, you are absolutely right. I'm always trying to figure out how to do better, how to improve, um, what I can do to always get just a little bit better than where I'm at now. Well, I'm going to hold you to the hour that I promised you. And uh, <laughs> thank you for your time. And I, I hope to have you on the show again. I, if you if you're going to do another competition, I, I would love to have you on um, and talk about your, your current experiences. Of course. I would absolutely love that. So I will keep you updated. Um, and thank you for following my journey through Galaxy. It's been amazing so far. And I'm so thankful to have this title. Thank you. Thank uh you. Thank you so much, Crystal, for coming on the show. I really appreciate your time and the effort that you're putting into. Everyone knows that the coronavirus is making our life a little bit harder, and I really appreciate you really working to help promote the Galaxy system and sending out good wishes to our doctors in need, as you were mentioning. And I appreciate all of the valuable tips that you gave during our show and uh i really hope you the best and i hope to hear you on have you on the show in the future don't forget we have also our movie breakdown show called the movie breakdown with my co-host ivan carlos so we are really excited we have a large lineup of movies we're going to review so if you have some movies that you want us to review, please mention it down here in the comment section. And regarding the Total Focus podcast is why you're listening, is please like, comment, and subscribe. We're both on YouTube and on iTunes, and we really appreciate your comments, no matter if it's positive or negative. Anything is important. We appreciate the feedback. And as always, please stay tuned.